0: Good morning, Blog Talk Radio listeners. My name is Rick Napier, CEO 321 Biz Dev A8 LLC. I'm sorry about that. It is five o'clock in the morning, so I was beginning. I was about to say 321 LLC, but it came out 321 AMC because it is five o'clock on the West Coast, and uh, I am the uh, your host this morning. I guess I will always be your host until I have a replacement, which might be pretty soon. We might have someone coming in to be a co-host. We have a lot of new people who have started their businesses in 2020, and uh, they need to get up to speed. And it's always great for a new person to start their business and start their business by talking about it on a live interview. I believe that it's so important for someone to be able to talk about their business...  … Uh, on the air uh, to many people because it kind of it kind of indicates that this person is really into their business even if they're just starting. It shows the passion uh, when they talk about their business. it also shows what they're thinking about uh, or how they started their company how what type of mindset was put into place to start their own company and when a person can talk when a person can talk about their business, Uh, On a radio show, it tells me a lot. It tells me a whole lot. So today's uh, show is titled Thoughts of Minorities Who Are in the Sales Industry. So I've hesitated doing a show like this for almost five years since I started 321 BizDev LLC. It's a very sensitive subject for many people. Uh, People who are minorities in the sales industry and uh, prospects who may be clients of minority salespeople. So, yeah, it's it's like a double-edged sword, so to speak. It's a uh, sensitive topic because there may be salespeople who are minorities that are having thoughts about, man, why did I do this? Or why do I feel I can be successful in sales? And they look, they look around and they see lots of different people from, from different ethnicities, uh, genders. Um, they speak different. People speak different languages. People are from different countries. And they say to themselves, "Here." And we're mainly talking about here in the United States, but in some ways, we could be talking about minorities in in other countries too. You know, because it's just not. The United States of America that has "quote unquote" a minority issue when when it comes to race and, and selling. So the other sensitive part could be prospects of uh, minority salespeople. So so if you are a prospect of a minority salesperson, you might be listening to this show now and saying, "Well, why would that minority salesperson?" Know, have an issue with their own race when they're in sales. I mean, it's a, it's a, you know, unless you've been a minority. And see, listeners are going to be surprised when I, when, I, when I say and use the word minority. So this show may surprise many of you, too, because my definition of a minority salesperson may be a little different than what most people expect. So the sales industry is not for everyone. And I'll tell you what, if you have a uh, a story that you want to talk about as a minority in sales, please feel free to call me at 516-387-1745. That's 516-387-1745. All lines are open. So the sales industry is not for everyone. You know, but as a contradiction Anyone can learn how to sell. I know that sounds kind of like, well, what do you mean it's not for everyone, but anyone can learn how to sell? See, selling is a way of earning a living that is totally different than showing up for a nine-to-five job to perform tasks for a paycheck. Um, you know, when I when I first got in, got in sales, it was kind of um, something I was drawn to, not so much... That I wanted to sell. It's just I, I I enjoyed the the what I saw the salespeople do, and my first impression of sales was that it was just a way to repeat what I heard and what I knew about this product. And I I come from the uh, the health insurance industry in California, uh, with the offices uh, in Los Angeles and Sacramento, and I worked throughout the entire state of California from the very uh, top uh, Ukiah, California, all the way down to San Diego. Um, you know, pretty much close to the Mexican border. I had an office not too far uh, from the uh, Mexican border with California. So, yeah, so when I got started in sales, it was more so I wanted to be with that team that had that energy of, well, and I love being out in front of people. So maybe that was my. The thing that that drew me to sales was that I've never been a person that didn't like the public, you know. But not everyone starts in the sales industry like that. Some people start in, with a very more humble uh, entry love entry into sales where they um, may not be like the big talkers. And I wasn't a big talker. Let me tell you, I wasn't a big talker. I just love being around people and being around people wasn't a a wasn't an extrovert thing. It wasn't that I was extroverted and I wanted to work in sales because of I wasn't considered an extrovert and I wasn't. I'm actually an introvert. That may sound surprising to people, but I am not an extrovert. I am a classical introvert. But I loved the the job that I had and I loved the fact that I could be around people. So yeah, so sales is different than the nine-to-five job because the nine-to-five job, you're hired at whatever you're good at, and uh, your boss or the hiring a supervisor will say, yes, this is a job that you're hired to do, and if you're qualified to do that job, and, and let's say that job is a technical job, or it's a management job, or it's a, a nursing job, or... Maybe you you use your hands a lot in this job. Maybe you're an auto mechanic and you're the best auto mechanic that there is out there. Or maybe you drive a sanitation truck and you've been doing it for 10 years and you've never had any accidents. Or maybe you you work with hydraulic equipment. You you drive a forklift. So I'm talking about people who are – that used to work in sales or currently work in sales and maybe you're thinking about working in sales… But this show is primarily for white-collar small business owners or people who are in sales and they're looking for that, that, that knowledge or they're looking for that information that says, Man, I need to know something more about my industry. I need to know um, why I'm feeling like I'm feeling as a minority in sales or I'm a white-collar business professional and I'm an attorney… Who's a minority, and how can I, you know, get past this, this, um, this thing in my mind that that minorities cannot be good in sales, or minorities cannot excel in, in in the sales industry, regardless of what your your product or service is in. So, as a Fortune 500 or a former Fortune 500 sales manager, the way I've always looked at selling. Is It's the activity that generates paychecks for everyone in the company, and it took me a while to come to that conclusion. But when I made it to the sales industry, I discovered that if nothing is sold, and I'm talking about maybe a small business or even a big business, but specifically at the big business level, if you work at a company that has like 500 or more employees and it's a private sector job. Okay, not a government job, but a private sector job. That sales industry is responsible for everyone getting a paycheck. Because it's the sales revenue from that private sector company that ensures that every person working at the company gets a check because if there are no sales happening at that private sector company, then there will eventually be no paychecks for, for any employee because the checks don't come from uh, straight from the CEO's bank account. People think that. People say, oh, the CEO makes so, makes so much money and uh, the CEO pays my salary. No, the CEO does not pay your salary. The sales activity from the sales department in a private sector company pays your salary. See, so the company may typically have some, re- some reserves in the bank if there are some slow uh, sales quarters. But if those quarters, if that one sales quarter that was bad turns into two quarters uh, that are bad, which turns into maybe three quarters that are bad in a row... You can expect some people to get laid off from their job, and some of those people laid off uh, could be people in the sales department. So, uh, yeah, and I did mention that um, we're talking about a private sector job, and the reason why a government job does not count is because the way, at least here in the U.S., the government job is based on the success of all private sector companies… Who are then taxed and that tax money is what pays for the federal uh, government worker, the state government worker, the county government worker, the city government worker. And that's all different departments all the way from whoever runs that government uh, position or that State position, or who, who, or whoever runs that county position, and all the employees. So, if you see someone with the city of Sacramento, or the city of Houston, or the you know city of Tampa, Florida, that is a government employee, and those employees are paid from the proceeds of the private sector profits, which are taxed. And we will talk more about you know the, the government side and how it's and how they get their revenue from. The success uh, of the private sector companies but you know so for independent white collar small business owners like the the, the industries at 321 supports and we're mainly talking about attorneys CPAs dentists plastic surgeons insurance brokers and uh, real estate brokers another hurdle comes into play besides the obstacles preventing most white-collar small business owners from maximizing productivity and maximizing performance. So we're again, we're talking about the minority small business owners, the minority white-collar small business owners. So if you're talking about, well, what are some of the things that stop uh, sales productivity and sales performance? Well, there are some typical things that stop uh, white-collar small business owners from maximizing productivity and maximizing performance and then if you throw in the minority salesperson or the minority white collar small business owner in the mix this may even provide a a larger obstacle at least in the minds of of people who are listening to this show or people who are uh, minority white collar small business owners and uh, salespersons so again callers if you're out there Uh, Give us a jingle at uh, 516-387-1745. We would love to hear your stories as a minority, white-collar, small business owner. So the reasons why 321BizDev LLC started our company over five years ago was was because we saw businesses fail as a result of not having um, good sales systems and business development plans. Then, like I said, after you add the minority angle to the reasons why many small businesses fail, this further impedes the road to success in some cases, and we will talk about uh, those cases. So what is a minority in the sales industry? I know a lot of people are probably scratching their head and say, well, what difference does it make if you are a minority in the sales industry? As I continue to talk about um, the word minority in the sales industry and, and dive deeper into the subject, uh, the bigger question is what challenges do minorities face when selling? You know, What are some of the issues that minority salespeople deal with in the sales industry? So let me talk about a few of those challenges. And, sometime, and sometimes I'm going I'm to talk about those challenges in the form of a question, and, uh, and you'll see where I'm going with this. So the first thing I want to talk about is, can the minority succeed in sales? And this is the ultimate question. Can that minority succeed, succeed in sales when the minority begins his or her business? Talking about We're talking about white-collar small business owners, attorneys, dentists. CPAs, plastic surgeons, insurance brokers, and real estate brokers. When that white collar small business owner who happens to be a minority uh, begins and starts their business, will revenues exceed expenses to result in a profit? See, that's the overall question. That's the overall measurement of success in a small business for any small business owner, regardless. If the salesperson is a minority or not a minority, how about will revenue be generated at all? You know, as business owners, uh, we will always have expenses. Isn't it funny that the expense side of the business is very easy to 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 create? You know, it's it's not even an issue. You know, if you have a lease, then that's going to be a major expense. You know, two, three thousand, four thousand dollars a month for the lease, maybe more if you're in New York City. Well, a lot more if you're in, if you're in New York City, or San Francisco, or Los Angeles. See, expenses tend not to discriminate. Every other company wants to sell their product or service to help you boost your sales. They'll say, "Oh, you need this particular product, Mister Minority Businessman." To make your business better, you need this 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 particular enhancement to your product. You not only need uh, bottled water, but you need bottled water along with this coffee machine that makes coffee and 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 provides hot water for the uh, the hot chocolate. Or Mr. or Miss Minority Businesswoman, you not only need this uh, all-in-one all-purpose Multifunction copy machine, but you also need one that that you know, all your people can access from a network. You know, they can be at home. <clears throat> excuse me, morning boards kicking in. They can be at home accessing this system and sending faxes and and doing all types of things and staying productive. So again, it's it's uh, <laughs> and it's funny about what I just said about um, expenses tend not to discriminate. There you go. You have another layer or sub-layer of small business owners that may be below your business and the same conflict may be um, in play with minority small business owners. So can a minority even succeed in a company which is not on the front line with the end customers? And that's what I was talking about just now. If you have have people selling bottled water, you have people selling... um, Office cleaning services. You have telephone communication services for the small business owner, and so what you might be able to tell is that every business along the supply chain is either a buyer or a seller, or a client or a salesperson. So below the main, below the minority's main business, it, it's a buyer or or a supplier. But at the front lines, at the dental office, at the law firm, CPA practice, it's a client or a salesperson. So the minority should be able to fit in somewhere in the supply chain starting at a manufacturer or distributor all the way to the end client. So the point I'm trying to make here, listeners, is that you might be starting to see that maybe being a minority may not be a big deal In the big picture because there are so many ways to fit in in the supply chain to provide products and services uh, to people. And uh, again, lines are open 516-387-1745. What makes the White Collar Sales Pros show interesting is that we want to hear from people that have uh, minority sales uh, issues that they want to talk about. And uh, so we'll give you a couple of minutes to talk about it. And uh, if there's some additional information I can add to it, uh, be more than happy to do to, do so. We never debate anyone on the show. We never uh, get into conflict with people on the, on the radio show. We typically like to hear what you have to say, and uh, then you can say it, and uh, then you can keep it moving. And we'll just you know, maybe talk about it. You know, I maybe just talk about it when you're off the air, but. Uh, please give us a call at 516-387-1745 because I can talk the entire show, trust me. (laughs) So um, what skill set – and here's the next question – what skill set is the minority missing which makes him or her more likely to fail in the sales industry more so than someone who is not a minority? Okay, now, this conversation about the definition of a minority is beginning to get a little tricky. My question implies minorities are missing a certain skill set. And to acquire this missing skill set will fix the challenge minorities face in the sales industry. Is, is this what white-collar sales pros listeners just heard? Did I just say that? Did I just say that acquiring a missing skill set will fix the the challenge minorities face in the sales sales industry now to acquire a skill set means what what does that mean to acquire a skill set skill set mean going to a motivational seminar or reading a book about you know sales or watching some training about sales on YouTube how will the minority know he or she has acquired The skill set. I would say the best way for the minority to test if he or she has mastered the skill set is to put the knowledge into action and to see if he or she can generate revenue. Wouldn't you think so? Wouldn't that be the best way to to test a skill set? It's by saying, okay, I just learned this thing from reading this book. I just learned this concept from watching this video or going to a motivational seminar. I heard this... God – excuse me – morning voice, morning voice alert. I just heard this millionaire talk about this particular thing that I must do as a business owner. So I want to test it. I want to test what I just learned and see if it works. Okay, so maybe the person tests this particular concept that they learned at a seminar or a YouTube video or they read from a book or maybe a class, and if that skill set improves based on the book, the YouTube, the seminar, we can say that this minority salesperson is on their way to improving their sales skills. But if the concept did not work through a seminar, YouTube video, or a book, we can say that the minority … did not improve their skill set. And I'm constantly, I'm constantly looking at my studio page just to see if anyone has called in. So if you, if you feel a little pause there, that, that's what I'm doing. So um, my next question is, who is the end client that minority salespeople are, are selling to or want to sell to? Now, here's another question. Are all end clients non-minorities? or minorities. So in other words, if the if the if the salesperson is a minority, what if the end client is either a minority or a non-minority? So can the minority salesperson make the claim that being a minority in sales is the reason he or she cannot succeed in sales when the end client is also a minority? And what makes the non-minority client not a minority? See, this this, inter- this conversation is starting to get deeper and deeper now because we're talking about some things like, okay, so if the minority white-collar small business owner, who's, who's an attorney, is reaching out to prospects or contacts, I should say, is the contact a minority or is the contact a non-minority? And who is a non-minority? What classifies someone to be a non-minority? Or what classifies someone to be a minority? See, we're starting to get somewhere, folks. Now, let's define who is a minority in the sales industry. Sorry. The, The historical definition of a minority in the United States of America is someone... ...who is not Caucasian or a white person. A minority would be considered someone who is black, Asian, Hispanic, Arab, which are lots of people in our American society who are considered minorities. So, when I use the word uh, black, I mean uh, uh, African American, too. Okay. So, I just want to fix this little problem here real quick. More well, interesting, <laughs> yeah. So, just had a little interesting tech thing, but it's gone. So, um, again, there is clearly there's clearly a conversation that we need to have. There's there's clearly something wrong with this definition of a minority, and more importantly, why the minority salesperson is having. Problems or could have it could have problems in the sales industry now. Here are some reasons why a person who is failing in the sales industry and Why a minority cannot claim? Minority status is the reason for failure number one Minorities can sell to other minorities Then who is a minority in this scenario? Is it the salesperson who is a minority? Or is it the client? Who is a minority? And who's evaluating this this sales relationship? Number two, there are not enough Caucasians or white people to sell to everyone. Um, Just because a person is white does not mean that they have uh, the total – they have total domination of selling every product to every person. Have you, listeners today, have you ever purchased a product or service from a minority? Have you ever purchased purchased a home from, from a minority? Have you ever purchased a car, dental treatment, legal services, an insurance product, uh, car services? Have you ever purchased an, elect- an electronics item from a retail store when a minority help you find the right product at the right price? Okay. The third question is really a two-part question. As a minority, have you ever outright refused… To do business with another minority salesperson, a was it because the salesperson was a minority, or was it really b because the minority salesperson sh- showed poor people skills during that um, you know con- a, a potential client salesperson dialogue when you were talking about the product or service? So. Um, Yeah, just going back to check the show, show page. So I can go on and on about this minority thing, and uh, there are way more combinations to negate selling as a minority is a problem than I can prove selling as a minority is a hindrance. Sorry about that, folks. Man, five o'clock, the five um, o'clock morning um, mouth just won't go away. So again, I can go on and on about this minority thing, and uh, let me clear up my last statement I just made about the uh, uh, combinations uh, to negate selling as a minority is a problem that I can prove selling as a minority is a hindrance. So selling as a minority is not the problem because sales in the United States of America are done every day by minorities to minorities. And minorities to non minorities here are the different variations of what could be considered a minority salesperson now hold on I'm, I'm about to go through about nine different variations and, there, and there's there's there are more variations that I could go through but I'm gonna go through nine real quick um, the first one is And a non-minority is not always a Caucasian person. A minority could be a woman selling a product or service typically sold by a man. A minority could be a man selling a product or service typically sold by a woman. You can probably think of some examples. For the sake of time, I'm just going to read these variations. Number three, a minority could be a woman selling a product or service where the buyer would prefer a man to sell the product. A minority could be a person where English is not the primary language, selling to someone whose primary language is English. Number six, a minority could be a person where English is the primary language, selling to someone whose primary language is not English. A minority could be a Caucasian person with less perceived education than a Caucasian person with a perceived higher education. A minority, number eight, a minority could be a Caucasian person with a southern accent trying to sell to a Caucasian person with a New York accent. And nine, which is the flip of number eight, a minority Caucasian person with a New York accent trying to sell to a Caucasian person with a southern accent. Now here's where I'm going to define the definition of a minority. Now hold on. This is the 321 definition of a minority. Okay, here we go. Okay. A minority is someone selling a big ticket, high-priced product or service and does not have the skill set to succeed. The point I'm making here is if the salesperson is not using a sales system, he or she is a minority to other salespeople who are using a sales system. Did I make that point clear? So if if you are a minority salesperson, white-collar small business owner, uh, uh, attorney, CPA, dentist, plastic surgeon, insurance broker, real estate broker, if you are not using a sales system, then in the world of sales, the big world of sales that, I'm, that I used to be in, that would put you in a minority status compared to anybody else who might be a minority or non-minority using a sales system. And that is the point I wanted to get to in this show this morning. I'm here to tell salespeople that they can close any chances or just what you no know, erase any chances of failure based on the presumption of minority status by using a sales system as I just mentioned over the last few minutes there are way too many diverse groups of people buying from minority type scenarios how does a sales system help diffuse this cloud that minority salespeople have difficulty selling see using a sales system Preferably, the three-two-one sales system creates little successes along the sales phases. Okay, so let me let me explain what that what I just said. In a, in, in the sales cycle, when you start it, I'm not talking about. I'm not. I'm really not talking about delivering the the final product. See, that's one thing people need to understand about the three-two-one sales system. We have a different look at what. Uh, constitutes as a close so I don't want to get it too ahead of myself you'll have to listen to uh, more of our shows or you can visit the 82 hours and 247 episodes that we have at uh, on our podcast platform at 321 bizdev.com and uh, click the podcast link to hear what I, what I mean about what I mean by closing okay? So, when I say these little successes along the sales phases, this is what I mean. Okay, the 321 system trains every white collar small business owner or salesperson, minority or non minority. So, let's just drop the minority term right now. I'm just going to say white collar small business owner or salesperson. The 321 uh, system teaches people how to contact. During the contact phase, if the contact does not respond to simple dialogue from that salesperson, the salesperson moves on. So what do I mean by that? If you're out in public and you are a salesperson and you make contact with someone and using our system, if that, if that contact does not respond in a favorable way to simple dialogue to get some conversation going, whether you're doing it face-to-face or over the phone, then you just move on to the next person. See, pay attention to this, please. The mental safety net for salespeople is not knowing or or caring if the contact did not want to establish dialogue with you because of your race, gender, uh, language, uh, country of origin, etc. Maybe the person that you tried to make contact with did not want, did not want to establish contact. And the salesperson, because that um, contact did not want to engage in dialogue, the salesperson didn't take the loss by trying to start a conversation either face-to-face or over the telephone. See, the salesperson did not take the loss by trying to push it. You know how sometimes you try to push a conversation so that it could perhaps lead to more sales dialogue. Well, if, if that contact does not want to uh, continue dialogue or, or, or forward the dialogue about perhaps a meeting or talking about a product or service, the salesperson didn't take the L. The salesperson's feelings did not get hurt. The contact never got a chance to say, I'm not buying from you because you're black, white, a woman, a man. <laughs> Because of your language, or maybe your country or origin. Okay, the second, the second way to create success along the sales phases is the three-two-one system trains every white-collar small business owner uh, and salesperson how to prospect. This is very important. What I'm about to say. So, like I said, please, 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 pay attention to what I'm about to say. Okay, if the contact participates in a dialogue with a salesperson and that salesperson can no longer say so I'm gonna repeat that for a minute I, I had a little typo here. If that if that's if that contact participates in a di, in a dialogue with the salesperson and that dialogue moves forward, then the salesperson who may be a minority can no longer say that being a minority salesperson is an issue. People who, have, people who have had issues with minority salespeople dialogue for the salesperson to determine if the person is a qualified prospect. So it is safe to say that everything moving forward, determining if the contact buys or not, will not be based on the salesperson's minority status, meaning race, gender, language, country of origin, Moving forward will be based on the skill set and whether the minority salesperson uses a sales system or does not use a sales system. If no sales system is used and the contact does not become a prospect and the contact is qualified to be a prospect, the minority salesperson cannot claim that minority status was the reason for failure. Does that make sense? Let's move on to the next sales phase. The 321 sales system trains every white-collar small business owner or salesperson how to use a sales system to professionally close at the appointment. Okay, so a sales system has this final stage called the closing. Now, I don't have time to define how professionally close is is defined in this limited time, but I will say that the 321 sales system...  … has a closing system where salespeople, both minority and non-minority salespeople, will achieve an 80% closing probability. The interesting thing is the appointment phase, which is part of that closing phase, is where many salespeople, both minority and non-minority salespeople, that's where they see failure. The minority salesperson will, will mark failure because of the minority status, race, gender, ethnicity, age, uh, country of Oregon, origin, language. The non-minority salesperson will just count the failure as part of the numbers game and they'll keep it moving. Both failures are a result of not using a sales system. So let me just speak on that a little bit more because I have some time. Okay. Without using a sales system, the minority salesperson will say, "Well, that person didn't buy from me because I'm I'm black," <clears throat> or maybe a white person would say, I, "The person didn't buy from me because I'm white," and the uh, the contact or the prospect at the appointment was was black, or maybe it was a language thing. Maybe the person that you were talking to, the sales the minority salesperson was talking to, spoke Spanish, and the minority salesperson. Was, was Asian. <laughs> she thought I was going to say black. No, I mean, so there's all these little configurations that happen. All these combinations of minority and non-minority and combinations of minority and minority and combinations of non-minority and, and non-minority. So the, min- the minority person may say, like I said, hey, I didn't get the sale because of my minority status. Well, no, it's because you didn't use a sales system because think about this. If the person made it that far to the last sales phase, which is the appointment. Remember, you contacted that person. You, you, were, a, you were a minority. You prospected that person to find out if that person was qualified. You were a minority. Now you're at the contact or the, the, the appointment stage phase, still a minority, but you didn't close. So you can't blame that on minority status. You just can't. Um, so, in the in the non in the non minority person, or the person who does not consider himself or herself a minority, they'll just say, "Oh, okay. Well, it wasn't my uh, it wasn't the fact that I was uh, like a non minority. I'll just I'll just keep contacting people. See, and, and in some." Um, respect, the non-minority person who doesn't use a sales system could be causing more harm to their career than the person who is a minority because the non-minority person in his mind or her mind sometimes may feel it's easy for me to contact people. It's easy for me to prospect people and then get to the appointment and can't close. See, So both sides of minority versus non-minority failure in the sales industry has its dire consequences. So the reason why I wanted to share this information on the White Collar Sales Pros show is as a CEO, my company offering sales systems and business development services, I am a minority based on the historical definition of what a minority is. I'm a person of color. I'm a black male, but I cannot let this minority label hold back my progress, and the label has not ever stopped me from succeeding in the sales industry over the last 20 years. In my business, most of my potential clients are non-minorities in the historical definition, but before I created the 321 sales system, I was failing with both minority and non-minority prospects. Once I began using a sales system, I was able to be more effective uh, with my, my sales um, uh, encounters with uh, every minority and non-minority contact. I want minority and non-minority listeners to know that it's not your race, it's not your gender, it's not your ethnicity, it's not your age, it's not your language or country of origin. <clears throat> your success is dependent on upon how contacts and prospects view the interaction between you and them. If your interaction makes contacts and prospects feel good about you, then you are more likely to add clients regardless of your minority or non-minority status. If you are a white collar small business owner and today's show addresses a concern or situation that you are going through right now, please do not hesitate to call me at 833-321-3212 or internationally using WhatsApp at Country Code 1-415-515-6760 to see if 321BizDev LLC can help you find a winning solution. If you want to be a guest on on the White Collar Sales Pro Show, please contact me. We have a great introductory offer for, for white collar small business owners or salespersons to learn more about 321 BizDev LLC. We recommend small business we recommend small business own, oh the morning voice. <clears throat> we recommend small business owners looking for solutions. Visit our website at 321bizdev.com services to complete a questionnaire to begin. The consultative process. If you want to be a guest on the White Collar Sales Pro Show, please give me a call. Um, If you want to sponsor a show for $50 per episode, please let me know. We hope you enjoyed today's show talking about minority thoughts in the sales industry. Make it a great day.